Hey guys, welcome back to the 17X podcast series where we chat with amazing business owners, entrepreneurs and visionaries on how they're using their business as a force for good in the world. We're aligned with the UN Sustainable Development Goals, the 17 global goals that we must achieve for the 2030 agenda as set out by the United Nations in 2015. If you love what you hear on this podcast, you'll be truly inspired by our 17X Turing speaking event that's coming to 12 different events in 2020 across all capital cities in Australia. Jump over to our website, 17sdg.com, that's 17 the word, to find out when we're coming to your city and who we're bringing with us. But for now, thanks so much for tuning in and be sure to subscribe wherever you are listening so you're up to date with our future interviews. Hey there guys, welcome to this episode. Thanks for joining me. Uh, I've been working with this friend of mine on various projects for about 12 months now and we've been talking about this podcast episode interview for a long time. So I'm stoked to be bringing you my guest. Uh, Today is Ronan McDonnell, who is the founder of Cred. And we first met at 17X in Sydney last year and uh, have kicked off a relationship ever since. Now Cred work at the intersection of education and technology. Uh, You'll hear how CRED specialises in helping people and organisations change behaviours so they can build sustainable habits. Their work focuses in the areas of mental health, connection and social impact. Prior to CRED, uh, Ronan had an extensive career in the corporate space and is a coach with the Neuro Leadership Institute and has coached over 3,000 people around the world. He's a self-proclaimed sporting nut and a father of three kids. So now onto a journey of impact and purpose through his company and commitment to the global goals. You'll hear in today's conversation about how he's ended up on that journey. Uh, It's a really cool conversation. I really hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Okay, podcast uh, audience, welcome back. Today's uh, an awesome chat that I have been trying to make happen for around about 12 months now. And I finally got this uh, legend in to have a chat. And uh, please welcome to the show, Ronan McDonnell. Did I pronounce that right, mate? <laughs> mate, you did a good job, mate. Uh, mate there's already people can't say it as well as you did, mate. So you did a great job there, mate. Oh, I hope so. I've got it phonetically written down here. I always try to get it right. Mate, welcome to the show. Awesome to have you here. Um, you're in Sydney. You're freezing. I'm wearing a beanie. So uh, we're all enjoying winter. Uh, I love to start out with a little bit of an icebreaker in these shows. So... Can you tell us 2020 has been an interesting year for everybody? But hey, there's got to be some gems in there. So what's been the highlight for you this year so far, mate? The highlight for me this year so far has been finding a new community, Mick, I'd say. I reckon we put cred out there. I probably put myself out there a bit. Been scared. Oh, hell. And... uh, We've done some pretty cool things this year and probably had some impacts in ways that we never could have imagined. So I'm very grateful for the conversations I've had, the ways we've been able to support people and the, the small impacts we've had been able to help people in their lives with me. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a highlight for me this year. Man, unbelievable. And I think we'll just throw that out there straight away. Is that I, was, I managed to get in on some of your cred um, webinars and, and, you know, you've been kind enough to invite me into some of what you've been up to. And uh, the impact that you've created 
uh, particularly this year. And I think for your community that you've created, the the difference that you've made to those people has has been, you know, I think exceptional. And you know, really take my hat off to to what you've been up to, um, particularly in such a challenging time when you know, 2020 has thrown up so many curveballs and coming out of even last year where, you know, the bushfires and all sorts of hectic things were going on as well. It's been a tumultuous kind of 12 months for Australians and for you to then kind of knuckle down and focus on others <laughs> um, is, is just an amazing outcome. So, mate, congratulations on what you have achieved. It's just been awesome to watch. Thanks, thanks, Nick. I appreciate that. I think focus is probably not a word people would have used <laughs> for me to, to describe me. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised by some of the stuff as well as that's eventuated. Yeah. Oh, so cool. And look, we'll probably get into that a little bit further as we, as we continue to chat. But before we get into cred and, and you know, what you are up to and, and your engagement with the SDGs, um, can you give us, a, I guess, a short snapshot as to your origin story? You know, who are you and where have you been and what brought you through to where you are now? Okay, mate. So, in other words, succinct is not another word that's used at me. Good. I'm going to try really hard here. You so, five minutes. <laughs> five minutes. Okay, press, press, go. So, so obviously, I'm originally from from Dublin, from Ireland, um, and I uh, my background is in technology. So, I I study computer applications in Dublin City University, um, and worked for a couple of companies in in Europe. Um, I was lucky enough to work for a company called Elias, so I had the opportunity to manage projects at the National Sajani Library in Hungary, Sultan Kavust University in Oman, and they went to the National Library of Australia uh, here in Canberra. I moved to Australia in 99, uh, essentially to follow my girlfriend over, and uh, now wife, it finished it ended well. Um, so yeah, moved here to be here for the millennium and the, the Olympics as well. We're both sports nuts, so moved to Australia in 99, November 99, and lucky enough to, to work a number of startup companies here in, in Sydney, and worked for the Australian Rugby Union 2003, just before the Rugby World Cup, so it was pretty awesome as well. Um, and at that time, Mick um, tends to kind of do whatever whatever I want to do, seemed to kind of come naturally. Wanted to get my pilot's license, always a bit of a dream, did that. Did a triathlon Ironman in Port Macquarie 2006. Did that. We got married in 2006. And we had a seven-month honeymoon in South America. Came back, got involved in the startup. Didn't go so well. Learned a whole bunch of stuff. Just as the global financial crisis hit. Personal difficult time in my life. Probably clinically depressed, even though I was never diagnosed. And find it hard to kind of pick myself up off the ground. Um, but got some coaching from a friend of mine and we sat down in Bondi Beach one afternoon, helped me set some goals around what I wanted to do in my life. And one of those things was to work out what I wanted to do. And after some coaching, a couple of months, I decided I want to become a coach myself, studied neuroscience and, and then just started kind of rebuilding my life. And um, look, very fortunate to have had three wonderful children. Alana is 11, boy, girl, twins, Darren Oscar, who are now nine. Dara was then diagnosed with type 1 diabetes when she was two and a half. The world fell out from underneath myself and my wife at that time as well. And um, what happened after that? Then uh, turned 40, decided to do 40 events in my 40th year, trying to raise awareness um, and raise funds for type 1 diabetes research in 2013. And then uh, launched CRED in 2015. 
and we're five years in now and we are starting to gain some traction and uh, now so i was introduced to un global goals about almost two years ago now and it really resonated with me mick as i know we've had some good conversation around this and you know ultimately around what the impact i want to create in this world and my sense of personal purpose and what creds want, want to stand for and uh, that's that's brought us through to uh, to t- 2020 and hopefully i'm under the five minute timer there <laughs> that's awesome mate uh, you know um no uh you know um no doubt a a terrific mix here i hear in 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 your story of you know some major wins and some and some major challenges along the way at the same time which you know i'm sure everyone can relate to uh um i love the idea of 40 events and your 40th year to create awareness for um for type 2 diabetes um what were some of the events that you got happening there yeah, so mate, we um, so I, I probably we when when Daryl was diagnosed in hospital, we were lucky enough to have this there was a, a pack for a teddy bear for the kid and a pack for parents from this group called JDRF Junior Diabetes Research Foundation. Yeah. I just remember in that moment how helpful it was for myself and my wife. Yeah, and um, I remember thinking I better reach out and connect. And they've got a mission of um, you know, supporting people to live with diabetes while finding a cure. And it probably describes myself, my wife's relationship. I'm like, let's find a cure. And my wife was like, <laughs> let's, let's, um, let's manage it. And um, yeah. so I had this, we were up in Noosa, mate, and I was waiting for the, the triathlon to start, uh, Olympic triathlon. And I just had this idea to do, like, I was turning 40 and I said, hey, let's do 40 events. And I put it out on Facebook, like, while I was waiting around for the race to start. Yeah. And afterwards, my mates were like, oh, I saw your post on Facebook. We're going to do 40 events. Have you spoken to your wife about it yet? I'm like, not, not really. Can I ask for forgiveness around the whole thing? So it, if we started with Noosa, finished with, finished with Noosa. A couple of things, mate. We um, probably did about 15 ocean swims. Um, and for an Irish person doing ocean swims, mate, around, <laughs> around Sydney and never my strong suit. Yeah. Um, we did a whole bunch of, you know, Bike events. We did one 150k bike ride down in Barossa Valley. Um, we, I did a, a duathlon in Central Park in New York about wow. four hours, four hours after my sister's wedding. I've happened to, I tend to go like, here I'm in New York. There's a duathlon on at you know, bed at, bed at four o'clock up at seven and uh, and do a duathlon. And then wow. our most most proudly, Mick, we had people from around the world join in and do their their own events as well so we had kids climbing mountains in new zealand we did some events back in in ireland as well my niece is type 1 diabetic as well so we did it for dara and sivan to raise awareness raise awareness and funds and mate, i probably when i look back on it now i'm just most proud of how people supported us and got involved as well and uh we did some events with my mates. We did these adventure races in Ireland. You know, we used to go back to Ireland and play golf with my mates. And then we started doing these adventure races called Gale Force North, where we'd, I think the event we did was like a, I think a 16K run to like a 2K kayak to a 30K bike ride and you climb a mountain and you come wow. back in 30K bike ride and back down and finish on a beach. But you're doing it with your mates. Which, which is the, the real part of it. So I think when, when significant things happen in your life, your friends want to know how they can help you out. And a lot of times you just don't know how to ask for help. And I think this was a vehicle 
that allowed us to connect with our friends and just feel really humble and inspired what people can do when they come together in, in terms of common purpose and, yeah, sure. and, and community. I think, um, you know, there's probably a lot of lessons that you can take out of, out of what you've done there. We, we, we get words like leadership get thrown around all the time um, around, you know, the leadership that I guess that you kind of fell into once, once the traction started to take off and people started to, you know, jump on board and follow your lead kind of thing. But what do you think, like, before we get into credit, I just question around, I guess, a takeaway from that experience. What is it in, in, in the activation of humans to do things like that and to join you? What is it? Mm. Uh, do you think, uh, did you learn anything from that kind of activation of, of even obviously people around the world that you didn't even know to jump on board to a cause for good. Um, and obviously elements of fun come into it that makes it accessible. And what's your takeaway from that? That's a, that's a great question, Mick. Um, and I spent a bit of time thinking about it. First thing I would say, I think you need a, a big, bold vision. Okay. You need like yeah. something like, Hey, let's go and do this thing. Okay. And then people say, how will we do it? And like, I have no idea. So, one thing is if i was to sit down and write a plan for how i was going to do 40 events in a year probably would never have done it it would have like over over planned so big vision and and clarity of purpose okay want to do 40 events raise awareness raise some money help build a community the other thing i i learned was i you know i went and spoke to the ceo of jrf um, and mike wilson and he said, you know, Ronan, you'll probably burn out your community pretty quickly in terms of fundraising. So you're going to do 40 events, choose some to be fundraisers, some to be around, you know, advocacy and uh, activism, as you said, and, uh, and, and some to be around like fun events. Like don't try and, and be all things to all people. I think the other thing, I, you know, I learned about this, Mick, was that, if you create the vehicle or the environment, the community will, will, will make it what it needs to become. And I think if I just set out as a, a goal to, it's all around just raising money. And I had some friends and said, you know, Ron, I'm not comfortable asking people for, for a fund or for money, but I'm happy to be involved. And if I thought success was just about raising money, um, we would never have achieved what we, what we did. So the awareness was as, as as important as the fundraising. I love it. Absolutely, yeah. And, and create, create the environment, allow, hopefully, to allow people to be successful and, and learn as you go. Like we literally, we, we, um, we, we did things and wouldn't know what the next event was the following week. Be like, okay, we did that. And then someone would create an idea. And I actually found that my own personal learning was that the social media and the, the creating the energy and the inspiration was, was more difficult than the events. Yeah, this quite yeah. sense to you. I would stand on the start line of a race, like of a swim and ocean swim on Sunday morning, at 11 o'clock going, oh, this is the easy part of my week now. You know, <laughs> I just get to do the event. I don't have to like do all the, the posts and you know yourself what it's involved. And in. so not probably, I am um, probably underestimated what was involved, but don't we all, you know, if, yeah, if, yeah. if you're, if you're, if you're to plan out everything, you'd never do anything. I think in life. Yeah. I think there's, there's three things I just wrote down, you know, number one was, you know, have a, have a vision and, 
the the how, you know the how we're going to do it. Don't worry about that. Just, just <laughs> first, you know, I can I can resonate with that completely. Um, you know, this the second thing, and I think we can take this away and, and plug it into business, um, and you know, life and raising children and relationships. A whole lot is, you know, that idea of clarity of purpose. I love the I love the way that you said that. Um, and that circles back to this, you know, this lesson from 17X that I've, I've kind of been sitting on for a long time around, you know, clarity of purpose really transforms an I into a we really fast. And it's easy for people to, to get on board um, when, when that purpose is collective. And, and I love, you know, the, the, the notion of, you know, don't be, don't try to be all things to everyone. Um, you know, find, find your, uh, find your story, find your community, find your niche and, and be that clarity, have that clarity of purpose, and the the rest falls into place. Man, that's so cool! Congratulations on what you did there. Well, th- thank you. And I know, I think I probably the face of put it, it was we had hundreds of people around the world like join in and be involved. So it was yeah. probably just the, the conduit, and um, but it made it just. A, I think of what my takeaway is: it's amazing what people can can do and achieve when they come together yeah. to support a common cause. Love it. You know, well, look, that's a, a, actually a great segue over to Cred. Tell us about Cred. What's it all about? Yeah, so Cred. So Cred, um, Cred was probably the genesis of a bit of like trying to solve my own problem. So I'm a bit of a personal development nut. I love like, you know, these self-awareness things where whether you values, exercise, or strengths assessment. And I'd go on a course and I'd, and I'd I listened to a great speaker and I'd have my aha moments and then my actions and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I have all my books and they sit in the corner and what I call it, Mick, is my pile of shame. It's the things I look at and I go, oh, there's all the things I haven't implemented in my life. Like, you're going to oh, pile. You're going to pile. The yeah. The someday I'm going to, exactly. I've got a friend called Ainsley who calls it the going to pile. Yeah, I'm going to do this. And I thought, how how do we support people to, you know, use technology to actually have lifelong learning, have all your insights or, or ideas in one place that stays with you, not in just piles of books or notebooks. So I thought, how do we tell people to take small actions every day? And I'd read Triggers by Marshall Goldsmith, and it talked about why human behavior change is so difficult um, in terms of actually making real and lasting sustained change in your life. And it's got a slight detour of it. We were, we were back in Ireland. I'd read the book. We were flying to Malaga um, with the kids, my wife and the kids. And my, one of the kids' screens was broken, so I swapped seats with her. And I just decided to start jotting some ideas. And we landed in Malaga two and a half hours later. And I said to Neve, I think I've just designed a product here. And uh, cred. So... Um, Anyway, I went back and just started socializing the idea and just getting people's feedback on it. And that was in 2015. And well, the, the, idea, the idea is so a lifelong learning platform where you can take small actions every day to create change in your life, live with purpose. And I guess, not that it's about legacy, but now that you leave the world in a better place. I love the book Legacy about the All Blacks and they talk about leaving the jersey in a better place. You know, I think it's incumbent on people like yourself, myself, to show our kids that, you know, we do have choice and uh, what success actually looks like in life is very individualized. Mm. 
So that was, that was the idea. Cred itself is the Irish word for believe. So helping people believe in themselves, helping people believe that they can make a difference and become, I guess, the best version of themselves. Yeah, it's epic. Um, now, how does it tie into the SDGs? So after like any good startup company, you, you flounder and you pivot for a while and you find your, your true sense. And probably very honest with you, I had this idea and I probably didn't own it enough or believe in it in itself enough. And we had some tough years, Mick, just to be really honest with you. And uh, I'm sure my wife had listened to this podcast and she went to make a break time running. And, you know, I've been supporting you long enough. So I went back, I was very lucky to work with a group called Business of Brand, Bob, through uh, Tim Dwyer and Sarah Skeets. And I was in the last chance saloon. And uh, I spent a couple of days working with them around the DNA of cred. Like, so what did we want to know, be known for? What's the difference we wanted to create? And what do we ultimately want to achieve? And over the course of a couple of weeks, it worked out that Cred wanted to help people build sustainable habits around helping like lifelong learning, do one thing every day to look after, to, to learn, one thing every day to look after mental health and well-being, and one thing every day to create social impact or, or do in the service of others. And I couldn't think of a better framework than the UN Global Goals to align that with. So the, the giving or the doing in service of others aligned to the global goals yeah epic um i've got your website here in front of me and you've got three billion actions by 2030 for the un global (laughs) that's a a big target (laughs) that's a big that's a big target so it was three million and tim tim dwyer went why don't you just make a three billion run on thanks thanks, tim (laughs) it's great yeah like i love a challenge yes 40 events and you know we're at about ten thousand at the moment and my kids my kids ripped it out of me the whole time going how are you going with your actions dad and you've got 12 subscribers on youtube you're going really well dad you know so uh, <laughs> uh, say, that's step number one anyone listening to this podcast go and subscribe to ronan's youtube and help the kids, <laughs> kids, kids off his back, the, kids the, link off be, back. the link will be in the notes below that's <laughs> <laughs> um, really cool um and um you know, obviously we've got to start somewhere, right? And, you know, you start with 10,000 and before you know it, you'll be at 100,000 and away you go. So, um, you know, I love I love the concept of your 30-day challenge in CRED. You know, the idea of, you know, one of the one of the biggest things that uh, people ask me about 17X, the events, is, you know, where did it come from and why are you doing it? And one of the, one of the answers to that question is that, you know, in my consulting work, I, I chat with, you know, small businesses and their answer would generally be, look, I'm just a small business. What can I do? What can, how, how can I, how can I help these massive global goals or these massive, you know, challenges that are in the world today? And, you know, my answer has always been just, you know, you don't have to go and solve the world's problems. You can solve the challenges in your backyard and they're the ones that contribute to the world's problems, you know, small steps and, and bite-sized pieces. And, you know, we, we have our mutual friend like Darcy Lund speaking the teaspoons of change message and, you know, the idea of micro giving and, and, you know, doing one small thing at a time will create massive difference. And I, I, I feel like your 30 day challenge gives a great framework to that because it, it says, okay, well, rather than creating a 12 month plan that you have to commit to around recycling or, 
you know, mental health practices or, or whatever it is that you want to do to, to create change, uh, it says, look, let's just, let's just do a 30 day commitment and then see what happens from there. So can you tell us a little bit about, I guess, how that works and, and I guess maybe some stories about how it's been used so far? Yeah. Yeah. So the first 30 day challenge we did was at, with, in conjunction with the University of New South Wales with the Graduate Student Association. So the first thing we did was we introduced the global goals to students and we had 25 students, 15 different nationalities take part. So we did an, an onboarding or an education session where we introduced the global goals and provided people autonomy to choose the goals that they were passionate about, which I think is really important. So it's not about prescribing to say, hey, Mick, you're going to work on Global Goal 3, Good Health and Wellbeing, or Rowan, you're going to work on Global Goal 12, for on for consumption. It's around creating a education, uh, so awareness, um, but also helping people create the link between something very high, like the global goal, and a, a small micro action, as you said. Um, so what we did is we did an education session and allowed people to choose up to three actions. So we know from neuroscience and our prefrontal cortex part of our brain that our brain can only manage three to four things of work memory. Many of us want to work on 20 things, but you know we actually do a disservice. So we support people to choose one, two, or three actions. And these are set up in our mobile app, the Crowd mobile app, which is personalized for an individual. So just by way of example, I chose three goals to work on. And my kids have been saying to me, Mick, for ages, that stop using single-use disposable coffee cups. They're not recyclable. They're, they're bad for the environment. And I thought, oh, yeah, well, I kind of like the social side of like drinking. Like I'm probably one of those people that goes to a coffee shop and drinks a disposable cup yeah. at the coffee shop, which is terrible. This is twice as bad. Um, so I, that was what I did do. But this was a vehicle to do it. So this 30-day challenge was like, okay, I'm going to do it. So, that was, so my action was no keep cup, no coffee. So I had to become bring awareness to my behaviors and choices. Mm-hmm. My second one was Global Goal 3, Good Health and Wellbeing. We, we got a target, 3.2, reduce deaths from non-communicable diseases and promote mental health. So my action was record three things. I was grateful for every day. And then I worked on a reduced inequalities goal uh, because we had a huge cohort of people coming from overseas who were part of the challenge and students. So I understand some of the inequalities that people faced living in uh, another country so i had a weekly challenge to spend some time understanding what what people face in terms of racial and social inequalities so, so these were all set up for me in, in the cred app and every day i would start my, my day with intention so two or three minutes of intention okay this is what i'm going to do today and if and then i would reflect and bring awareness to my behaviors and say did i do this today yeah my micro action yeah and so a couple of things I know if I talk about the coffee cup example, um, I noted that if I didn't bring a reusable coffee cup in my bag to a coffee shop, I couldn't have a coffee, you know, and I love coffee as much as you love coffee. And uh, it forced me to change my behavior. So to, even to an extent, we were at Nippers one day with the kids and one of my friends who will remain nameless on this podcast um, said, we're going to get a coffee with um do you want a coffee? And I was like, oh, I forgot to bring my keep cup. And they were like, oh, we won't tell anyone. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but like tonight, like I'll be rating myself in my app going, did I do it? And I'll be kind of lying to myself going, yeah, no, I didn't do it. And then also I'm part of it, a 30 day challenge with 25 other people. I'll be letting them down as well. Cause we had a common purpose around how many actions we could create together. So it really 
forced me to be accountable. And so I would, I would every day rate myself, did I do it yes or no? And I would keep a running tally. On the last day of the challenge, Mick, I went to my local coffee shop and had my keep cup and said, I'm just doing this challenge. Can I borrow some of your coffee cups? And I had 42 coffee cups I laid out. And I was like, that's what I have saved in a month. <laughs> and that's 504 coffee cups in a year. So I drew it up in the, in the graphic and went, wow. And I've been drinking coffee for probably 10 years. That 5,000 coffee cups I have used personally. Yeah. And Australians use 2.7 million coffee cups a day. So it forced me to become aware of my behavior. So any, any behavior choice we know only comes around when you become aware of it yourself. Uh-huh. Yourself, you've got, you, you've got um, your own motivation to do it. It's intrinsic motivation to change. Yeah. And so now, like, that was the 1st of October, Mick. So it's almost feels like an AA meeting. Like, I'm Ronald McDonald, 21st of <laughs> July, and I have not used a single-use disposable coffee cup since 1st of October. And, you know, we had, we had, we had people... So we worked on 11 of the, as a collective, 15 different nationalities worked on 11 of the global goals. And the, the group of people did 1130 actions together. And as you said, you know, Darcy talks about teaspoons of change, small actions by lots of people creates large impact. Yeah. And now we're running 30 day challenges in the US. We're actually very fortunate to be doing one in conjunction with the Sullivan Foundation. They've launched one on leadership mental health and well-being and racial equality at, so at the moment like which is a, a huge conversation yeah. we're having in the world we need to be having i've suggested lots of different countries they are having their participants take small actions every day the first one was you know reflect on some of their own attitudes around racial equality yeah. so daily actions then uh, to look at outwards and see where could they see in there, like whether they're friends, their communities, and then connect into other different communities to understand. And we're in week three of that challenge. So it's, it's been um, going phenomenally well, you know, making the whole thing is around supporting people to see how their small actions every day can make a difference to their own lives, but also when we put them together and we have that compounding impact. You know, I think Einstein said, compounding impact is one of the, the seven wonders of the world least understood. But if we all put them all together, you know, not, not that the three billion actions is about me or cred, but it's around so how, can we, how can we help people take their small actions every day, combine together to create the change and to create the world that many of us want to see. Mick. Yeah, look, and you know, it, it ties into your 40 events thing. It's this whole idea around activation and it's not about you. And once you set the... Once you set the flame and you just let it go and see where it spreads. Uh, I love it. Um, yeah. It's, it's the yeah. idea of having an app that you log into in the evenings and record yourself and the self-discipline that comes with it with your friends. And yeah, that's, that's huge, man. It's unreal. Congratulations on. Well, uh, thank, thanks, Mick. And like, I, I'm, like, I'm kind of torn between, you know, we did, we did one of our reflections, a 30 day exercise. And this, this is not about like virtue signaling or, you know, telling people they need to change and you know my kids say to me dad we don't tell our coffee cup story anymore it's so boring like but it's it's like 
it's, it's, it's become so memorable for people. Like I've done a presentations and I've talked, whether I talked about reduced inequalities or yeah. mental health or wellbeing or the coffee cup, the coffee cup one seems to be the most memorable and it's, it's very, well, it's relatable, right? It's, it's, it's relatable. Yeah. Relatable. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to like, yeah, let's say make it about me, but I, I, I got to have like, got to start somewhere and whether it's part inspiration, where it's part energizing part, but you know, I have conversations with people like you and Darcy and Anushka Gungad and people who I'm very grateful to to have the opportunity to have great conversations with. And we support each other because it's, I would suggest it's a bit of a lonely road we've chosen. Um, but I think it's really inspiring about what lies ahead. So if we can all support each other um, to create the change. Yeah, yeah sure. Oh, yeah. 100%. You know, this is a community-driven outcome and uh the global goals are going to need you know a lot of people working together on small actions it sounds like you've got three little accountability oh. uh, <laughs> ruthless cops in you in your home just keeping you on track <laughs> well, well, the good thing is Mick, my, my own kids like use the app as well so it's they you know they they do their own they choose their own actions as well probably girls more so than, than yeah. Oscar, but um, they're, they're very good. And they give me feedback about the app as well, which I gratefully receive, obviously. It's like, yeah. can, we, can we put like homework and eat your dinner on there? It's like <laughs> quality education and, and food for everybody. So the kids yeah. have to eat their dinner and do their homework. Because I think yeah. every parent in the world will jump on right now. <laughs> oh, I love it. So um, before we uh, get close to wrapping up, um, with, uh, I've noticed that a lot of what you've done, particularly in the last six months uh, with Cred and your webinars, your morning and evening webinars, uh, revolve around mental health. Uh, mm. You know, it seems to be a, a subject that's very close to you. Um, I guess without getting too personal, um, what what is it about that particular subject that, you know, is a shining kind of torch for you to carry? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to share, Mick. Um, so I guess probably in 2008, when I went from probably doing everything I kind of wanted to achieve, you know, my friends were saying, well, you know, what are you going to do? You're gonna, are you going to go into politics? Politics, you're going to climb Mount Everest. And I'm like, kind of almost like do whatever I want to do to kind of going from the highest of the high relative to your own world to the lowest point in your life where you're going i'm at the bottom here i've hit rock bottom and um you really reevaluate life you know mick and i was forced to kind of understand what was important in life and i will be sitting on my deathbed one day going did i live a good life did i have a positive impact on the people around me um but you're, you're forced to go back to complete basics mick and to go what is what is what is what is life all about? <laughs> we get one. This is not a dress rehearsal. You get one shot at this, and then in probably well, eighteen months ago, I was preparing for a pitch. Putting the wrapping of it on a pitch I was doing the next day, and I, I, I lost all feeling inside of my face, and uh, I thought I was having a stroke, and um, I jumped in an Uber. I went up to the hospital and uh, for this waves going through my body and uh, I w- kind of brought through and the doctors did some tests and hooked me up to all the ECG stuff. 
And then eventually said, are you okay, mate? Are you under any pressure, stress? And I was like, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a founder of a company and I'm not paying myself and um, startup stressful and causing lots of stress to all the love people around all my loved ones and uh and the doctor said you know you just had a very acute stress and anxiety attack and uh forced me again to go back and go whoa if you don't do something if you don't put your own oxygen mask on first uh it's not going to be a good outcome so when this all hit mick in march this year it's much the same bit weird, but I kind of felt like I've been in training for this moment for for a while. Um, and I feel like I kind of know how people may be experiencing this time. And it's very difficult to have a sense of perspective when, when things are not going well. And my first port of call was to try and support my clients. So I was on webinars trying to distill what they were saying in the neuroscience space. And I was trying to distill them so how I could pass on lessons to my community. And one of the lessons, one of the webinars I listened to about three o'clock in the morning, Mick, and they said, if you can use your products, tools, or experience for pro-social impact, we'd encourage you to do this. So I reached out to my community and went, we've got some experience, we've got some tools, how do we help people? And, yeah. you know, to the credit of everybody I, I reached out to, you know, my co-host, Kendra Strudwick, and a number of amazing people around, everyone was like, yeah, how can we help? So a bit like... I said to Kendra, well, let's launch a 15-minute live webinar to help people start their day. I feel like they are connected. So a very brief mindfulness exercise, very simple emotional labeling, check-in exercise, very simple framework to support people to be focused each day, ensure they are incorporating physical movement into their day and maintaining social connection. And Kendra said, when do you want to start this? And I said, tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. That was the 27th of March. And we did them Monday to Friday, twice a day. We've done 171 live webinars. Uh -huh. um, uh, so we know, Mick, that people are experiencing this time so differently. For some people, it's, it's been a, you know, a, a good time. Maybe it's the time if things are going well, you're okay, you know, you're fitter, you're, you're, you're cooking more at home, et cetera. And other people are just really very challenged by this time. And so if, if we can support people to, to feel that they are they are connected they are connected they're part of a community and they have some tools to navigate this time I feel like we've done our job mick yeah it's so great are they are these impacts getting tallied up on your website i do i keep i do like i do keep a spreadsheet of but it's um i was at my physios a couple of months ago and i talked about it there's a sign in a physio's desk and it said You'll never know when you prevented an injury. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. No, no one's ever going to ring up. So it's no, just. I, mean, I, I yeah. feel like you know, yeah. This, it's. Uh, I've, I've had the pleasure of dialing in to see your webinars. Are you still doing them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did one this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So anyone that that wants to know what these are, go and find uh, Ronan on LinkedIn. Uh, his links will be below anyway in the footnotes. Um, and follow, connect, whatever it's called on LinkedIn. Is it? Follow, so, so it's cred, yeah. cred, you can go to our website, cred.global forward slash cred15, and you can just oh, there you go. think of a live webinar, 7, 7 a.m. Sydney time every morning and 5.15 p.m. And you've got people dialing in from all over the world, right? Yeah, we've had people, like we get messages from the U.S., Spain, 
Malta, Ireland, Netherlands, Middle East, Australia, New Zealand. There you go. And so we, we provide like links. People join and then we watch on Facebook. I get these random messages from people going, fantastic sessions today, really oh. appreciate it. And, and I get this message out of blue. And it's not, we, we and it's, sorry, this has got to be a we, you know, make that, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal what, you know, Darcy talks about, you know, part, partnership for mutual benefit and for maximum impact. And, you know, what, what people are doing, we're seeing, it's a very tough time. We're seeing the absolute best of people in the world at the moment as well, Mick. There's, yeah, sure. Yeah. So, yeah, th- thanks. It's, it's nice to be part of it. And, um, you know, if I, can, if, I, if I can help people take small actions every day and feel that they are supported, then, then we've done yeah. our job. And I think, look, for a lesson there for anyone listening that, that is looking at the global goals or um, even even other metrics or, or, or tools to try and create some impact and purpose in the world. Such a great place to start where you can just look look within yourself and your own tools and resources and what you have immediately in front of you without having to put any effort in and go, how can I use any of what's in front of me right now to be of service to someone in some small way and just do it. Uh, it'll align, you know, you can, you can figure out which goal it aligns with. Uh, you get yourself, you know, get the ball rolling, basically. But you'll you'll find that 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 moment of of impact will grow and it'll snowball, and all of a sudden you'll be working with people in Malta and Spain and US <laughs> and Ireland and all over the place, right? So I remember a um uh, a lady by the name of Danielle Mailer who used to be a uh, a boss of mine back in the day when I worked at a business college on the Gold Coast. So shout outs to to Danielle if you ever get to listen to this. And a great piece of advice that she gave me once when I was in the sales role was if you ever find yourself bottlenecked, um, you know, forget about trying to create and go and give and be of service to someone. And you'll find that, you know, some people say the universe turned up, but it's, it's more about your focus, right? Is, is, you know, you find that things start to flow again. And I love that idea. And I, I think, you know, COVID created a global bottleneck and you've created you know, some flow there simply by, by giving. And like you said at the very beginning of this podcast about finding a community and creating a community full of giving and purpose. And, mate, um, it's unreal. And I'd love, to, I'd love to see you click over the 250 mark with those webinars and, and kick on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you will. <laughs> um, Thanks, Mick. You know, you know, you have those moments like you, you doubt yourself. And, you know, we've... We've had webinars where I've started, there's been no one on them. Like, and you're talking to like your vacuum, like, hey, welcome to the Credit 15. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, the show must go on. Like, and then people yeah. join, and then, and you know, people do join. And you, yeah. <laughs> Look, we don't, you know, on the other end, we don't know if there's one or a million people, right? You can, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Even if, like no. you say, you don't know, you know, what injuries you're preventing if it's only one person, then happy days. Um, that's unreal. Look, we're pretty much out of time. Um, it's been epic to chat with you finally on this podcast and hear more about cred and you know what you're up to in your story. Um, last question is, uh, well, I last two questions actually. Number the first one is, um, what's 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 on the next twelve months for cred? What are you up to? Or for Ronan even? You know, what are you no, what's for, no for cred. No, um, oh. that's a great question, Mick. Change the world. <laughs> yeah, no. Just be part of be part of um, the next twelve months. Be 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 a part of a new level of consciousness that's happening, Mick. I, yeah. I 
I think we've gone back to a simpler time, you know, and the, the devastation, the loss of life, the economic impact of this time is, is horrific. But on another level, Mick, I'm really grateful that we've gone back to a simpler existence. We've, we've, re, we've reverted to like what's really important in life. You know, I think your health, the health of your family, do you have a roof over your head? Can you provide for your family? How's your community? Are your family well? Your extended family well? And are we looking after the planet? And outside of that, everything else is noise. Like there's just been so much noise. Um, and people following this treadmill of this is what success looks like in life. And preordained view of success externalized and I, I feel that people are reevaluating. Uh, so I'm, I'm hopeful that we all can keep the commitments that we're and the promises that we're making to ourselves. You know, what if we could keep this way of going and living going? What if we could support each other? What if we could maintain the basics? So I'm, I'm really keen to be part of that conversation, whether it's, encouraging by my actions or creating the environment to support people and partnering with people to just keep that going because i don't want to go back to the way that we were living just yeah, very honestly me yeah oh, i love it i love it and um my last question is uh you know for um knowing that you're you're pretty well connected and and at least um very what's the word uh aware i guess of what's going on in this space around the world what are some brands that we should all check out or or some people that we should follow that are doing great things around the global goals and uh, we should go and check out and try and learn from mm, well obviously i've i've been loving loving the work that you're doing like so i went to one of your events i just saw it on facebook i thought it was fantastic um like i if we can continue to support you i think you're doing fantastic i know you're only starting i know you had to hit the you got hit with that that um obviously a big curveball but i think you're going to be doing some fantastic work i, I love the work you know darcy's doing as well darcy lawn do a teaspoon to change um, i am i'm loving the work that um anushka gungadden's doing as well Um the group uh business brand they are doing uh fantastic work around uniting business around purpose um, and they're they're launching a campaign um in the coming week called unite on purpose so the double meaning of that one. So they're trying to connect organizations um, and inspire them to embrace purpose. Um, I think the work that the Sullivan Foundation are doing in the US is fantastic. In the Southern states of the US, they have a network of 70 universities where they encourage and empower and honor students to choose a life of service. Wow. Um, which so they run retreats. Uh, so Steve McDavid is the is a president president there, and um, Spud Marshall, uh, one of their facilitators, uh, Dr. Jody Holland. Um, he is instrumental in launching this cutting edge challenge around uh, racial racial equality. And, and Alyssa Martin as well uh, from Elon University. Uh, there's uh, Tanasis at a at Virginia Tech uh, is doing some fantastic work as well around helping people become lifelong learners um, and really challenge the way they, they do things. Okay. So, I mean, I think there's some, some fantastic things happening and I think uh, if we can all support each other, um, I think we can, we can 
help enable some great outcomes. No, I love it. That's cool. Uh, there's there's definitely a few there that I wrote down that I'll, I'll go and check out. So, unreal, man. So cool to have you on here, Ronan. <laughs> thanks, mate. Um, thank I really appreciate it. It's- if uh, look, if anyone wants to get in touch to either connect with you personally, find out more about your consulting work, or they want to hey organize their whole team to do a thirty day challenge and get on board with Cred, what's the best way to contact? Thanks, Mick. So uh, me personally, Ronan R O N A N at Cred Global. So C-R-E-D dot global, our website, cred dot global. Connect on, on LinkedIn. Um, do try and respond personally. And yeah, join a cred 15 session. Like it's 15 minutes where you get to experience um, hopefully some support and feel a connection and give you some practical tools. So that's at cred dot global forward slash cred 15. Yeah, awesome. So what I'll do is um, all the links that Ronan just read out there, they'll be in the notes uh, section. So just look down on wherever you're listening and uh, all the links and emails and whatever's will be there. Um, but mate, that's it for us. Thank you so much for your time. Mate, it's been an absolute pleasure and, you know, keep doing the amazing work you're doing and uh, you're really inspiring me to, to keep going as well. Uh, Thanks for your conversation. Thanks, Mick. Good on you. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Uh, That's it for another episode. Be sure to subscribe wherever you are tuned in to make sure that you stay up to date with our future episodes as we continue to interview social innovators and change makers using their business as a force for good in the world and getting us closer to the 2030 agenda for the UN Sustainable Development Goals. You can also stay up to date with our 17X speaking event that's touring the country later in 2020. Uh, Jump onto our website, 17sdg.com. That's 17 the word. Uh, to find out when we're coming to your city. For now, thanks again for tuning in. Go and have a great day.